because you want to be someone who loves God and loves people, if that's what you want, then you must start with your heart. Because as you think in your heart, that is who you are and that is how you will act. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Jesus replied, And why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as if they were commands from God. Then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear. Listen, he said, and try to understand. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Then Peter said to Jesus, explain to us this parable that says people aren't defiled by what they eat or made unclean by what they eat. Don't you understand yet, Jesus asked? Anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words that you speak come from your heart, and that's what defiles you. For from the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defile you. Eating with unwashed hands or not following the rules will never defile you. The book of Matthew, chapter 15. We live in a world that loves rules, and we like it when everyone follows our rules. Whether society as a whole, with laws, or in smaller areas of culture like schools and churches, we like to make up rules. We love to define people by how well they keep the rules or laws, and we love to punish people who break the rules, all while secretly watching the people who do break the rules with a little bit of envy because they seem brave, unafraid of consequences, free even. And there is a little bit of longing we can feel sometimes when we see people being just a little bit rebellious. I think religion has been the biggest culprit of loving to make rules, loving to make people conform to its rules and punishing people who don't keep the rules. Looking back to Moses, he came down a mountain for meeting with God and in his hands he carried two stone tablets where God had written 10 basic commandments for his people to follow. They were simple and they were practical for living a good life. Those Ten Commandments dealt with how God wanted people to relate to Him and how He wanted them to relate to other people. 
So he starts off by saying, I am the Lord thy God. So it starts there. And then he just says, no other gods. He says, don't make any images of me because God can't be contained in the image or back then they would carve them out of stone or make them out of gold or silver. He said, don't do that because that's not what I am. I can't be contained in a created image. He said, don't take my name in vain, meaning if you go back and listen to our episodes on the names of God, the names of God that he revealed to his people showed who he was, showed his character, uh, showed how he wanted to reveal himself to us. So we weren't supposed to take those names in vain, use them in a way that they weren't meant to be made. So knowing he's the Lord, not having any other gods before him, uh, not making any images of him, and understanding his name and using his names properly. And then remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Well, that was just use it as a day of rest. So that was for the people. Hey, (laughs) rest. Sometimes you need to take a break. Pretty good rule, I think. Pretty good commandment. Stop and pause for a day. We know that that's important. And then he goes on with how do you relate to other people? Honor your father and your mother. So just be honoring to the people who are the elders in your life, who raise you, who have influence over you, who mentor you. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie. And then don't covet. And the don't covet, which is don't desire what your neighbor has. And he goes on to say, don't desire your neighbor's home, their substance, uh, their provision. Don't desire your neighbor's wife. (laughs) And don't desire anything that your neighbor owns, animals, servants, or anything else. So pretty basic commands of God, easy to follow. I cannot kill somebody. He kept it pretty simple. But by the time that the Old Testament had been written, there had been over 600 additional laws added to that list of the original 10. And these are referred to throughout the New Testament as the laws of Moses. So we had the 10 simple commandments of God called the commandments of God. But then we had 600 more commands that came from Moses called the laws of Moses, Of course, no one could keep them all. And those went beyond just dealing with the simple relationships between God and people like the Ten Commandments, but they started getting into what you could eat, what you could drink, what you could wear, when you could eat and drink, and what you could touch and when, when you could have sex, with whom you could have sex. If someone's bleeding, can you touch them? Can you eat shrimp? Can you eat pigs? The list just went on and on. It got pretty extensive. Every religion has pretty much done that. It started with some simple, basic ideas from God and then turned it into rules and laws that you have to live by. And whether you live by them or not will determine whether or not you will be accepted or rejected by God and the other believers of those laws, even Christianity. So Christianity started with Jesus saying the greatest commandment is to Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. Just two. He said those two will take care of everything else. All those 600 other rules would actually just be fulfilled if you just fulfilled these two. Love God, love people. So just like the Ten Commandments of the Old Testament, Jesus' commands were simple and directed at your interaction with God and with other people. But now, if you enter most churches, 
you are told once again what to wear, what to drink, what to eat, how many times you have to be at church to be considered holy, how often you should pray, read your Bible, are you volunteering, are you giving enough, don't curse, don't drink, don't touch, don't look, don't think. And just like all of the rules and commands and laws of other religions, and even of our secular governments, all of those things are probably pretty good things to live by. I mean, we should be wise with the food we eat and how much alcohol we drink. We shouldn't be cursing each other or filling our minds and eyes with pornographic, misogynistic, racist programming. We should pray. We should read our Bibles. We should volunteer and give. We certainly shouldn't kill, steal, or destroy. All good things. But the point Jesus is making is that all of those things are external, and at the end of the day, they aren't what actually is defiling our spirits and our relationships. All of those things, whether good or bad, are just the fruit of our hearts. And it is the condition of our heart that will determine the actions of our hands and the words of our mouths. Jesus said, quoting Isaiah the prophet, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. And this is where we get to see in Jesus what the religious people at that time called a rebellious attitude against the religious figures and the laws of the day. But this is what everyday people saw in Jesus as an attitude of freedom. Jesus called the laws of the religion of his day man-made ideas. So the religious people, they were trying to sell their man-made ideas as commands of God. Hmm, sounds pretty familiar to me in our current Western culture. But Jesus, he did something different. Jesus laid hands on lepers, even though, according to those 600 laws, it was against his religion. Jesus ate and drank with Samaritans, tax collectors, and sinners, even though it was against his religion. Jesus allowed a bleeding woman to touch him, even though it was against his religion, forbidden by the commands and laws of Moses. Jesus did not advocate for the stoning of an adulteress, even though it was against his religion not to want her stoned. Jesus healed the sick on the Sabbath, on the day of rest, even though it was against his religion. Jesus hung on a cross, even though the Old Testament says, cursed is everyone who hangs on a cross. So his very sacrifice that allows us to have our faith was against his religion. Why? Because Jesus followed the will of his father, not the rules of his religion. And the Bible says that he actually fulfilled all of the laws and the prophets of his religion. And it says he fulfilled all righteousness, which means he fulfilled what it takes to have right standing with God. Because everything he said and did came down to fulfilling those two basic commandments, love God, love people. Jesus said, but the words you speak 
come from your heart, and that is what defiles you. For it's from your heart that these evil thoughts are coming. It's from your heart that murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander, that's all coming from how your heart is. And these, these things in your heart are what defile you. Eating with unwashed hands or basically not following all those other man-made rules are not what will defile you. It's a bad heart, an unloving heart that will defile you. How? Well, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 tells us, For as a man or woman thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you're acting in ways that aren't right, like sexual immorality, committing adultery, cheating on your significant other, whether physically or emotionally, theft, lying, stealing from your family, friends, or employers, slandering people on social media, and you recognize that you don't want to keep on doing those things, not because you want to be a rule follower and it's because of some rules that you're supposed to be keeping to be considered that good person, but because you want to be someone who loves God and loves people, if that's what you want, then you must start with your heart. Because as you think in your heart, that is who you are and that is how you will act. Being a follower of Jesus is not about following some set of rules or traditions. Being a follower of Jesus is about asking him to give you his heart, a heart that has only two commands it needs to follow. Love God with everything in you and love people with everything that is in you. And when you are able to do those two things, all of the actions of your life will start to match that new heart. You won't want to steal. You won't want to abuse people. You won't want to cheat or commit adultery or hurt the heart of your loved ones or hurt the heart of God. You don't want to curse people or slander them. You won't want to troll people. Your heart won't want to get high or wasted or live in a way that entices others to be bad. You will want to be given. You will want to meet with other believers. You will want to help others. You will want to walk in love. Do you want that to be your heart today? Then ask Jesus to give you a new heart, a new spirit, one that is full of his love. And watch as your actions, the way you live, the way you interact with God and with others, changes and becomes more like Jesus. And guess what? You may seem rebellious to some when these changes start happening, but that's okay because you will be in good company with Jesus himself, who cared more about following the will of God than he did about following the rules of his religion. And if you want to get even deeper with walking in this new spirit, this new heart, go back and listen to episodes days 35 through day 41, where we talk about how to have a spiritual life that is good soil and that produces a harvest of good things and not bad. 
I speak the blessing of God over your life today, a blessing of love. I pray that your heart, soul, mind, and strength would begin to reach out in love towards God and towards people today and every day. I pray that you would see the need that you have not to be a rule follower, but to be a Jesus follower. And I believe that today you will receive a new heart full of love so that you can go be the church in your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.